Welcome back to another episode of Killer Collab. And this week, once again, I'm being joined by suit and tie movie guy, not Nikki Bella. <laughs> and once again, I am Tony D, Tone Deaf from Florida, also on Instagram. Now, I wanted to throw Nick a little loop here. Um, I didn't really tell him what we were doing today. Of course you didn't. I mean, I wanted to keep you on your toes. You are a professional, right? Uh, of course I am. I'm always prepared. But you know what? I have a little clue for you. All right. Well, what's your clue, Tony? Now, you got to get it specifically just from this clue, all right? Ready? Okay. <laughs> I love gaming. All right. A, now, a Twinkie? One of my favorite snack foods. <laughs> no, you didn't get it already. Oh, I got you? it. I know exactly oh, I what we're doing. It. I knew you get oh, it. Oh, 2017's remake it. of It. <laughs> I knew it. I got it. Oh, you can't pull a wool over my eyes. <laughs> no, 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 no. What? No? Where did you get It? What do you mean, where did I get it? How'd you get it? Is it obvious? All right, bear with me, Tony, okay, since clearly you don't know how to okay. freaking give people hints. Okay. I want my Twinkie back. Twinkies are filled with cream. Uh-huh. Cream goes in coffee. Coffee is what they drink on Friends at Central Perk. Perk rhymes with smirk. Smirk is a synonym of smile, which is what Pennywise does before he bites people's arms off. Come on, Tony. <laughs> can't believe you wouldn't think of that, man. No, 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 no. What do you mean, no? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you give me another hint? Technically, mm-hmm. it's not a horror movie. <laughs> oh, I got it, it this time. Okay. <laughs> Never been kissed. <laughs> Great choice. I love that movie. Drew Barrymore, uh, David Arquette, you know, they were in Scream together. That's a really good idea. What? What? Why, That's not right. Why would it be never been kissed? Why wouldn't it be never been? You know what? You know what? Hold on a second. It's not a horror movie. This is no. killer collabs. I mean, isn't that like against the rules? Are you rewriting the rules on me? It's a funny thing you say rules because this movie to survive, you have to follow an explicit set of rules. All right, Tony. Listen, I know I hit you in the head <laughs> with that DVD. You know, when we were hurts. shooting the intro. It still hurts. But is your memory that bad? Do I need to like call a nurse to? babysit you all the time? I mean, dude, we just did Scream and went over the rules not even a month ago. I mean, <laughs> bro, what is wrong with your memory, bro? We just did Scream. Not Scream. <sighs> okay, then what is it? Okay, I don't want to play you stupid games anymore. Is it Saw? No. No. Okay. Why, why, I, why would it be Saw? Because I want to play a game. I mean, I mean, I, I like that, but no, we did play a game and you failed. Failed miserably. Well, maybe you should have given me better clues. What are we doing the podcast? Today, we are doing our episode on 2009's horror comedy, Zombieland. That's the movie. Yeah. You thought a Twinkie, Twinkie would be a good choice for Zombieland. I mean, you see, Tony, this is why you will always be the beta of the movie channel. I mean, okay, listen, if I was going to do a hint to get you to think of Zombieland, you know what I would pick? Because I'm a professional and I know what I'm doing. I would pick retired baseball player who played for the Brewers, the Padres, the Marlins, the Dodgers, the Braves, the Yankees, the Tigers, the Mets, Gary Sheffield. Clearly the best clue you could possibly give to what? get someone to guess Zombieland. What does Gary Sheffield, you know what? You know, I'm not, I'm not getting into this. I'm not getting into this, all right? Today, we're doing Zombieland. All right, listen. Here's here's my my issue with 
you picking Zombieland and not telling me because I've had no time pre to prepare. Exactly. I have nothing. Can you hold those snowballs? I have nothing with me. Snowball. I've made no notes. And 2009 horror comedy oh, Zombieland wait, wait, with wait, Woody wait, wait, Harrelson. Wait, wait, wait. Why do you have snowballs with you? Why don't you have snowballs with you? Also starring so Abigail Breslin. Why would you me for food? Because that's your food. I don't want to eat my food. Well, good. I want snowballs. Anyway, also inspired wait, by Sean. And you have a script for Zombieland too? I have a script for every movie possibly on the face of the earth that you could have picked in my jacket pocket because I'm a professional and I know what I'm doing. Now, can you please stop talking so I can do this? <clears throat> they found the house. Okay, wait, wait. Stop right there. Stop right there. Let's just get into it. Limber up because it starts right now. As you saw in the intro that we are doing 2009 Zombieland. And the reason why we chose Zombieland is because the new sequel is coming out this October. And if you didn't see the reaction to it, it's on Instagram right now as well as the YouTube channel um, also listed. I listed it the day after it was released. Not too late, but it was within a good amount of time. Yeah, you know, they've been talking about doing a sequel for a long time. And I've been waiting for it. Yeah, and I, I really like zombie. I mean, it's not one of my, it's not my favorite zombie movie. Uh, you know, it's not even my favorite zombie comedy, but... I really, really enjoyed this movie, and you know, the first thing I noticed watching the the trailer, which I only watched the first one. I'm not gonna watch anymore because they tend to spoil uh, spoil the movies these days in the trailers. But the first thing I noticed is how almost none of them look like they've aged. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg looks exactly the same yeah. as he did. Well, Abigail Breslin does. Well, she was, she was a yeah, child. She was a little. She was kid. a child. But yeah. still, even her facial features really no, haven't absolutely. changed besides being matured. But. Um, you know, as far as Zombieland goes, I, I had to research this a little bit more than I did uh, Scream or, or Jaws because off the top of my head, I knew a lot of stuff about it. But Zombieland's one of the movies where I did know some stuff, but I, I, I had a really good time researching it. And, you know, right out of the gate when you, when you turn Zombieland on, that opening sequence is easily one of my favorite opening sequences Absolutely, of that all soundtrack time. just kicks it off. The soundtrack. Right, oh. right, right. Uh, they used For Whom the Tol For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica while introducing you to the rules. So in Zombieland, there are officially, I believe, 32 rules, 10 of which are mentioned at some point during the movie. Uh, right out of the right out of the gate, you see um, seat belts, double tap, um, I, I check check cardio. Cardio, yeah. So I mean right out of the gate Check the back seat. Right, you get kind of introduced to some of the rules, uh, but that that opening sequence is really awesome. I mean, not only do oh, you yeah. have Metallica playing, but you get those slow motion shots of, of people really running gruesome. and the fire. Gruesome and too. There was a stunt. I believe I, I heard it was a stunt man that went through the windshield. I, I could be thinking of um, of. of uh, See, I would have thought that would have been like full CGI because that just. Well, I thought I, I could be thinking of Dawn of the Dead with the okay. woman in the wheelbarrow. That was for sure uh, a man. But I actually I heard that the stunt person uh, flying through the windshield was a man dressed as a woman. But I could be wrong. But that's I believe I, I read that somewhere. But that whole opening was awesome. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Uh, I thought, you know, having 
some of the characters that you see later in the movie, uh, the the guy that will you know we'll get into the ring scam a little bit later, but you see the guy uh, involved in the ring scam uh, get attacked on the toilet, and you see the the large gentleman <laughs> running on the football field. The cardio, right? Right, the cardio. <laughs> He's one of the guys that um, is in the uh, grocery store later. So I mean, right off the bat, you get some pretty cool shots. He's the one that dies with the shears. Uh, yeah, one of those guys. One of those guys. So you get you get some really cool shots um, right out of the bat, uh, right off the bat, uh, with you know the people who are on fire. You see the stripper with the tassels drawn oh, yeah. in slow motion. Um, kind of sets the tone for the movie. So, oh, yeah. uh, and pretty quickly, Which was wild. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I mean, per, I, I saw this movie in theaters, but um, I'm definitely gonna see the next one in theaters. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We're definitely gonna have to do a podcast on that. But right out of the right off the bat, when when the movie starts. After that happens, uh, we meet Jesse Eisenberg, and you kind of see right out of the right out of the gate that he's a scaredy cat. Yeah, you know, he's terrified of everything. He surprised himself just by surviving, but he follows his <laughs> rules. Yeah, he follows his rules, and you know that's what keeps him alive. Right, exactly. And and we meet Tallahassee. Uh, obviously, there's no names that are given in the movie um, besides you know like Bill Murray, but uh, they do they do. We find out Emma Stone's real name is Krista, which is actually. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, the name of her mother in real life is Krista, so they use that. Uh, she sweet. is Wichita. Uh, mm-hmm. Abigail is what? Little Rock. Little Rock. Little Rock. Uh, Woody Harrelson is Tallahassee, and Jesse Eisenberg is Columbus. Columbus. Um, and actually, a lot of these actors were not the first choice. Uh, not only okay. that, but the directors. Well, I have a list, and I'm, I am going to read this because I don't want to mess anything up. I didn't write down every actor that was supposed to be this person and supposed to be that person. But um, originally, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character was going to be played by Jamie Bell, but uh, he had to drop out. So they wanted uh, Taylor Lautner from oh, yeah. Twilight. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah I, was, I could imagine it. He was not available. Um, Megan Fox turned down the role of Wichita as well as a few other people. Um, yeah. uh, Paul Wernick. Wernick? I don't know if I said that right, but he was out for the role of Tallahassee, and he actually played Tallahassee in the pilot for the TV show. TV show, okay. Originally, it was supposed to be a TV show, and they ended up turning it into a movie, and actually, do you know who the director was supposed to be, but he did not want to be? I do not, do not. John Carpenter from the Halloween franchise. Yes, absolutely. Um, It seemed like everything was... But as a TV show? Do you think they could afford that? No, I think it was just for the movie. Okay. Um... But the the whole film only took 42 days to shoot. So compared to some of the other movies we've done where they've been nightmares, it seemed like this one this one was pretty smooth. Well, if you think about a lot of like the sets that they had to use, uh, you know, there really was there was a couple city scenes and mm-hmm. a co- like highways. Like mm-hmm. I don't see it being too much of a budget killer, really. Well, they shot actually in a lot of the same areas as um, Walking Dead. Because Walking Dead, a lot of it was filmed in Atlanta, and they did a lot of oh, stuff yeah. in in Atlanta and Georgia, uh, filming uh, for this movie. Uh, the director was, bear with me, Ruben Fleischer. Uh, I've honestly I've never heard of him, but I think he did a really good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. But you know, we meet. Uh, I like the cutaways in the movie. Oh yeah, uh, where they uh, show like flashbacks. Yeah, oh and yeah. Stuff. I, I just love that. And you know, zombie kill of the week. So right off, right off. Yeah, right off the bat. Right <laughs> it's at the okay. Be- right at the beginning, we see that uh, you know Tallahassee is on a quest for Twinkies. Twinkies, and now you know why, where my clue came no, from. No, I still don't get it. Uh, and like right off the bat, he he, he comes up to 
a, a hostess truck filled with snowballs. See, I'll take a snowball. You want a snowball? Hell yeah, I will take, take a snowball. Take a snowball. I want me a snowball. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we see, we see Jesse Eisenberg limbering up, and Talas is just like, what's going on? I mean, he's, he's a huge He's lover. like, are you messing with me? Are yeah, you messing with me by doing this? Huge lover of Dale Earnhardt. You see the number three on his truck. He's got the cow catcher on the front. So they go down to the hostess truck, and he opens the door, and it's nothing but snowballs. Mm. That good? Oh, yeah. Yum. Uh, one of the funny things, and those are actually pink. We have blue. blue. But uh, one of the funny things about this movie, and a lot of people don't realize this, but there are multiple situations in the movie, and this is one of them, this part, where if he had just paid a little more attention, he would have found a Twinkie at the beginning. What do you mean? Because when he opens up the hostess truck, he's rifling through all the snowballs, and there's a quick shot from the inside of the truck. And if you're looking at them, if you look to the right side, there are Twinkies stacked up, as seen in this picture. Yeah, like, without actually looking at it closely, I uh -huh. would, would never have... What are you eating? Twinkies. But you don't want to get to eat? Anyway... If I didn't take a closer look at that, I would have never noticed it. No, there's actually a couple of scenes in the movie where they have that. We'll get into the other one once we get uh, get down to that that position. Um, so, <laughs> it's stuck in my mouth. So, as it progresses, we see that he's afraid of a lot of things. Um, yeah. He's he's afraid to go to the bathroom in public. He's afraid of clowns. Yeah. And we get a little bit of a backstory, a little bit of a flashback. To the beginning of the apocalypse where you know he like myself is a lover of mountain dew code red i'm not a huge huge um soda guy but code red's definitely one of my favorites um that's a classic from yeah, uh, from our I high school the days first time i had it but that's a story for another day so yep. right at the beginning of the apocalypse starting we see that he had an extremely hot neighbor that he only called 406 so I don't know if you know this, but 406 was actually the area code for Montana. So keeping up with the Columbus, Tallahassee. Okay. But, so I, I guess he just didn't like names? I was like, I, there's something with this movie, there's no names. Yeah, you know, I kind of like it. It's, it, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see if they talk about it anymore in this movie. But, um, you know, obviously this is a horror comedy and more on the side of comedy, but... I will say, uh, when his neighbor attacks him, I mean, she gives the story about how someone tried to bite her. And guys, I'm sorry, I'm having some allergic reaction to his cats, so... Stop playing with them so much. I, I love them. I can't help it. But, um, you know, she attacks him, and it's actually a pretty, you know, for a comedy, a pretty scary yeah, situation where, you know, she keeps attacking him and trying to bite him, it's and ruthless. he shatters her ankle, and oh. it's really gory. Uh, she ends up uh, getting hit over the head with my, the, my favorite the piece. I was gonna say the big the toilet seat, <laughs> the bang. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, I mean, it's, out of the park. You know, it's honestly one thing that I I had a little bit of a problem with in this movie is there there wasn't enough zombies a lot of the time. What? You know, I mean, we get the scene towards the end where they're at the, um, you know, where they're at the carnival, but I really there could have been a lot more zombie action, but. Despite that, they still managed to make it. Well, look about where they're driving. Like they're they're driving through like the, the middle the, nowhere. Middle, like the, they're and, doing Route sixty six. Like and, there's nobody out there. And from a realistic standpoint, what people don't realize is like how many people there are on the planet. I mean, yeah. if a zombie apocalypse were ever to happen, you know, we immediately 
would have more than half the world either eaten or zombies. I mean, there would be hundreds of thousands of zombies everywhere, especially yeah. if you live in a city. So we get that scene where we're introduced to 406, and he almost dies, and it gives a little backstory on him. And, you know, these two are complete opposites. I mean, uh, you know, he's Jesse Eisenberg is the soft, scared uh, respectful guy who always plays it safe, and Tallahassee, you know, Woody Harrelson, he's the, you know, macho, yeah. beat you with his bare hands. Yeah. He's like, the guy to pick fights in a bar. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, all four of the actors or actresses in this movie have been nominated for an Academy Award. Every single one of them. And yeah. the only one to actually win was Emma Stone. She won uh, okay. She won for La La Land. That's a good movie. I've never I, seen I, it. Honestly, I've never seen it, but I, I've heard a lot of uh, really good things about this movie. It's a date movie. movie. It's a date movie. So, you know, they're trying They're trying to make their way uh, to their respectful... Uh, their, res- their cities. They're try- Columbus you. is trying to go to Ohio. Yep. Tallahassee trying to go to Tallahassee. They're, you know, they're going east. Right, right. So we end up coming up to uh, the supermarket. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people thought that they just rented out a supermarket for this particular scene. And what I found out when I was digging through my research is it would have cost too much money. So what they ended up doing was they built a set. And if you look closely, you probably won't be able to tell, but the refrigerators and everything in the background, it was just paper and pictures and stuff like that. You know what? You know, I spent a lot of time in San Francisco this past month. I bet you did. Yeah. Anyway, um, in, in Walgreens, uh, there, there actually is, literally, it's a digital wall. Of, really? Yeah, you actually see what's inside the fridge without opening it. So oh, that's cool. It's like an like electricity saving thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to open the fridge and look at it. That's really good so, idea. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. So it doesn't steam up. But it's actually just a digital thing. You actually see what's in it before you even, like, it, like it's a big ad, digitalized on there. It's actually pretty cool. God, man, the things Technology. that come up with these days. Yeah. Um, so... You know, we're driving down the road with these two, you know, getting a little bit more of kind of like a backstory on both of them. And and we see that Tallahassee really likes to kill uh, the zombies. You know, he has to have fun with it. They see one in the middle of the road and it's eating and... and His (laughs) manwich. God, I love manwich. So... My favorite, my favorite day in lunchtime in school. No, sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe day. I, I made them like two weeks ago with uh with I put some sour cream on them. That was good. Trust me, my mom did it. Amazing. And mac and cheese. But anyway, speaking of food, so we see them go into the supermarket. They're picking their weapons of choice, and of course, fitting with the country backwoods. Well, there's <laughs> got there's got to be a Twinkie in there somewhere, right? There has to be. I you know, I heard there might have been a, uh, a Twinkie in one of the shots, but that's one thing I couldn't confirm. But he ends up luring the two zombies in, uh, one of which being the cardio zombie from earlier in the movie, the other one being Big Brutus, Big yeah. Beefcake. But he lures them in with, of course, the deliverance scene. Have you seen that movie? Deliverance? Oh. That scene? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> terrible. So uh, they they dispose of those two zombies with the sliding baseball bat and with the hedge clippers lopping off his head, which was... Excellent. Off with his head. <laughs> Off with her head. So, uh, finally we get introduced to uh, Emma Stone's character, uh, Wichita, and we get introduced to um, Abigail Breslin's character, Little Rock. Little Rock. So, uh, they basically pulled the wool over the guy's eyes and said that she'd been bitten, and they, they tr- 
tricked them into letting her have the gun, and they ended up robbing the guys of their car, their supplies, everything. And now's where we get one of those flashbacks to the two girls. Uh, you remember earlier uh, we were talking about the beginning of the movie with the guy in the toilet mm-hmm. uh, dying from the zombie? Well, his character uh, was one of the people that uh, got scammed by these two girls. And, and when I saw this movie, I was just like, that's brilliant. I mean, yeah. the, the stuff that they did uh, to to get money before the apocalypse was genius. So for those at home, if you guys haven't seen this, um, and even if you have, I want to talk about it because it's great. Well, they grew up with survival of the fittest. Basically, they had right. to like fend for themselves. They had right. to make money. They made hustles. They, exactly. They've been stealing from guys as dumb as they. Like me. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, for those of you We guys call you have, a mark. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a wrestling term. So, uh, but yeah. So, one of one of the tactics that they use to get money, and I, I know it comes a little bit later in the movie, but I really want to talk about it because I want to. Well, it's their introduction, basically. It's basically is, their backstory. Is we see, we see the beautiful Emma Stone mm-hmm. outside of a gas station on her hands and knees looking for something, and the gas station attendant, being you know this geeky dweeb, comes out like, "Oh, what are you looking for?" And she's Oh, my, my engagement ring. I, I lost it. It's worth... I don't remember how more much More than this car. That's what she said. More yeah. than this car. Yeah, it was worth Which a lot. Is, and there, it was a BMW convertible right. Right, that, that she drove up in. Exactly. It's just like, you know, if you can help me find it, I'll give you a reward. Was it $5,000? Three or five, yeah. Something yeah, like something like that. So uh, she leaves, gives, her, uh, gives him her contact information, and he's on the phone talking to a friend, and he sees her sister sitting there with the ring. He goes, like, oh, you found my ring. So she said, do I get a reward? So he basically, thinking he's going to get this huge reward, yeah. empties out the cash register for, you know, whatever, a few hundred dollars. Yeah. And she gets back in the car with her sister, and we find out that they've been doing this. They buy these rings for 20 or 30 bucks. Costume jewelry. <laughs> and they get hundreds, and it basically it's helping them uh, make their way across, across country. country. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not one for thieves, guys, but I thought that was brilliant. So... Anyway, we're back to the guys, you know, uh, Woody Harrelson's getting really angry because his, his car got stolen, he's beating up his car, and ends up pulling a muscle, and of course, Columbus isn't going to say anything, but one of my other Limber favorite up. scenes in this movie, one of my other favorite scenes in this movie, they find the yellow Hummer. Mm. They find the yellow Hummer, and uh, of course, what's inside it? A hand. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll give you a hand for that, huh? But in addition to that, while he's checking the back seat, because that is one of the that rules, is one of the rules, they find a bag full of guns. So here comes uh, every. Uh, I'm sorry. A little montage. Yo, what's the song though? Oh, uh, Van Halen. Everybody wants some. I want some too. I don't know actually. Yeah, that's, that's the song. So anyway, it is Van Halen. That. If I got that wrong, guys, <laughs> because it's on in the background but it's muted, tell me about it in the comment section. So he paints the number three. Dale Earnhardt, he's saying, I love rednecks, I love it. You know, you see this crappy, rundown house with this beautiful Hummer because okay. it seems Common. people that always have really bad houses sometimes can blow all their money on Hummers. Uh, if that's you, tell me about it in the comments section. <laughs> so they're making their way, uh, you know, back to where they're going. They're trying to get back on track. And they end up seeing his old car on the side of the road. And From he's a like, distance. oh, the girls, they broke down, ha, ha, ha. So this time they're playing it a little bit 
uh, more on the safe side. They're you know putting one guy here, one guy there, and Woody Harrelson. Um, Woody Harrelson yeah. ends up They're trying to play it smart. Right, right. So, but basically, what happened is they get screwed over again, and when they get screwed over, <laughs> he's like, no, but me with my, my own gun. gun. Yeah. But I mean, at this point, they're just like, hey, can we stop trying to kill each other? <laughs> like, we're the only people left on Earth. I mean, seriously. So the the girls let them let them come with them, and and they. Well, then we find a little bit more backstory about right, uh, exactly. You know, Charles about Tallahassee. They, we find the backstory on Tallahassee, which you know we see him talking about him losing his little puppy, which obviously. Well, we're, 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 they're making the assumption his little one, right. his boy. Exactly. You know, talking like, about his, his dog, and actually, what I found out doing the research was that the dog used in the movie was Abigail uh, Breslin's uh, little golden retriever. But um, I want one. They're so adorable. I, I had one. I had a golden retriever growing up, so. But uh, one of the rules that he ended up adding was enjoy the little things. Yes. So we you find out a little bit of a backstory about that. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is really starting to annoy Emma Stone, so she's like, "Hey, let's play the quiet game." And you know, he asks, "Hey, have you heard anything about Columbus, Ohio?" And she's like, "Well, you don't know how to play the quiet game." Well, they're playing it there because everyone's dead, and Woody Harrelson's kind of like. And she puts two and two together. You're Columbus, so well, hey, you know, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're okay. So we find out that the girls are on their way to Pacific Playland, which... Which is like the equivalent to like Disneyland or something right. like that. Right, World. Oh, Wally World. Wally, Wally World. World. Wally World. <laughs> so the four decide that they're going to stick together, at least for the time being, before they ultimately separate. But <clears throat> they end up at kind of a, a gift shop for like Native American stuff. There's mm -hmm. drums and, and all kinds of stuff and and <clears throat> you can see that Jesse Eisenberg is is he's got the hots for Emma Stone and, and Woody Harrelson's making fun of him for the, the perfume that he's putting on. We see the first uh, we see them talk about zombie kill of the week with uh, I think it was Sister Mary Catherine. Oh yeah uh, she drops the piano. Yeah yeah <laughs> and they talk about uh, uh, running over a zombie with, <laughs> with one of those uh, steamrollers. Zamboni. Like toothpaste. <laughs> so we get some good stuff there. Was it um, a Zamboni or was it a bulldozer? No, it was uh, like a steamroller. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, so we get the zombie, you know, they talk about zombie kill of the week. And basically Woody Harrelson's making fun of him for wearing perfume. And, and he squirts Willie Her Woody Harrelson. <laughs> and he says, hey, I'm going to quote him. Yeah, I'll beat wholesale ass for less than that. And he so I'm gonna give you forty five percent and punches him in the arm, which knocks over some stuff and breaks it, and then they kinda like have a like a revelation, like, oh we can break all this stuff and it was a, a perfect oh, yeah. example of enjoy the little things. So we see them destroy everything and on the way out she destruction. Says, she says, You smell like perfume. So they're they're <laughs> looking for somewhere to stay for the night. Uh, so they go into the city, which I you know, from a realistic standpoint is probably not a good idea. But they go into the city and they get the star maps and they don't say where they're going. Kind of like the Twinkie tricks on me. We don't find out. We see BM. We assume it's probably not bowel movement, but maybe Bob Marley. But ultimately it ends up being Bill Murray's house. Now, uh, again, something that I found during my research, obviously that's not Bill Murray's house, but it was the house of Lee Najjar, who's uh, he's uh, in real estate. It's outside of Atlanta in a place called okay. Buckhead. So, I mean, it's a beautiful house, but we get a lot of really good stuff in this scene. Um, you know, we see Bill Murray's death 
sadly. Oh, Somehow so I think brutal. they're going to bring but him. They need to bring him back. I, I don't <laughs> care how they do it. But we'll first it. you think he's a zombie. Then you find out he's just dressed as a zombie because zombies don't kill other zombies. Well, he wanted to blend in. He wanted to, blend <laughs> no, they said he wanted to go shopping. He wanted to go do stuff. He just wanted to walk around like a zombie. Well, there's a lot of little like Easter eggs as far as... Uh, honestly, kind of foreshadowing for real life in this in, in these scenes. Like uh, he says, "Oh, you look like Eddie Van Halen," and then you find out Van, uh, Eddie Van Halen's dead. But uh, one of the songs in the movie is a Van Halen song. Yep. So um, you know they're they're having fun. They're reenacting everything. They say, "Hey, go let's go scare the kids." And Bill Murray ends up getting shot. And well, right, right, right when dies he dies in a hilarious way. Right when he's showing who uh, Ghostbusters the movie. When, right. when, they're, when they're showing uh, Little Rock. Yep. Uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And it's funny because uh, Woody Harrelson is, is flipping out and saying how much he loves Bill Murray movies, but he was in Kingpin with Bill Murray. Yep. So that was kind of like a little, uh, I guess, Easter egg, too. Um, and That's then, a good movie, too. You know, we get the, the, the big reveal that his puppy dog, Buck, was actually his son, which, you know, was really sad. And then, of course, they had to make it funny by throwing in the Titanic line. Um I haven't cried this much since Titanic. <laughs> He's wiping his eyes with the money. <laughs> with the real money. Yeah. It's like it's worthless now. Uh, but it's funny because, uh, you know, Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone are sitting there talking, and, you know, like, what do you miss most? What don't you miss? And and Jesse Eisenberg talked about Facebook, and he ended up being in the social network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was, you know, a lot of little, like, that, I wouldn't say hard. Easter eggs because you're just, you know, kind of predicting the future. Fulfilled prophecy. Clearly Zombieland's real. Well, we're going to get a lot of dislikes from the... <laughs> from that community, um, so one of the things, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna talk about this because you know everyone knows he doesn't like snakes. So I have in my possession a green anaconda. That's why we shoot here. Yeah, I have a green anaconda. Uh, she's beautiful. He doesn't like snakes. But they talk about uh, the first R-rated movie she saw in 1997 being Anaconda, and Anac- and Anaconda is PG-13. So, not really a big deal, but I had to talk about it. And if you guys want to check out uh, my personal YouTube, which has my anaconda and my other bows, I'm going to have them put it in the Yeah, in, I'll, in the, the Instagram will be in the description. Yep. I will not do any movies relating to snakes because that means I have to edit those videos. No, 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 no. I have to edit and shoot those videos. So, it's no. So, but uh, if you guys want to check out my Instagram. It's got to get a lot of likes. If you guys want to check out my Instagram or my YouTube, my personal YouTube, it's nothing that's going to take away from us. It's all about my beautiful snakes, which he doesn't like, but they're beautiful. So, you know, we get a lot of. I'll link in the bottom. We get a lot of really good stuff at the house. Um, you know, they kind of start flirting with each other. They go to kiss, and Tallahassee kind of walks in on them, and it makes the girls realize, like, hey, we need to stay focused. We need, you know, we have a goal. We don't need anyone but no ourselves. So they, of course, again, sneak out, steal the car, and they end up at Pacific Playland. And Pacific Playland has to be one of the stupidest ideas, but at the same time, one of the coolest scenes in any zombie movie. Yeah. Because you see all kinds of amazing kills you see them on the rides shooting oh, this, it's like a video game at that point that. it's literally like a video game like a first person shooter like going through boop, 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 yep. boop, boop, and it's like cr- well, just crazy you know there was one thing about and i don't let stuff like this bother me is i hate talking zombies and and it was good that they don't have any talking zombies and that's like as soon as i hear a talking zombie i'm yeah. usually done with the exception of deadheads well what about i am legend 
I Am Legend. He did uh, at the end. He had, well, I, I mean, really technically not zombies. Really a zombie movie. Yeah. I don't really like that movie yeah. that much, True. honestly. But um, as far as Pacific Playland goes, and one thing that bothered me a little bit in this movie, but yeah. not too much, was the fact that we're into the zombie apocalypse a decent amount of time, and there's still power everywhere. That's one thing about Walking mm-hmm. Dead, whether you love Walking Dead or you hate Walking Dead, uh, that is somewhat realistic is the fact that if, if everyone died, there's no one there controlling the power supply. So there wouldn't be power after, you know, maybe... Well, think about this way, because Disneyland, I mean, Disney World has its own solar power, own power manufacturing. Right. But it's not just, it's everything. Like, yeah. Bill Murray's house, I mean, yeah, you know, true. you can explain it away, but that was one thing that I love about... See, I can look past stuff like that. Like, yeah, oh, no, so I think of generators, I th- I'll yeah, think of the most wildest well, stuff. Well, I, like, I can, t- I can too, but but I do really enjoy when they when they try to be at least realistic. But I mean, even in Walking Dead, I mean, they're driving cars on yeah. gas for four years when gas only lasts, you know, maybe a year, yeah. maybe a little longer if you're lucky. But yeah, again, it's a movie. So <clears throat> they end up at Pacific Playland. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, he's going to go save them. Um, and then Tallahassee's like, you know, you can't do this alone. I'm, I'm going to help you. So they go to save the day. The girls are stuck on one of the rides trying to... That's one of the rides I don't actually go on. I, do, I, I hate those yeah, rides. Like I Tower hate of those Terror. Rides. Yeah. I don't like Tower And of then Terror. you have Doom and uh, Universal. <laughs> or, oh, I, Von I love, Doom, I hate I those I love rides. roller coasters. But oh, I roller hate, coasters are fun. I hate up and down drives, No, yeah, too. I can't do that. That's no, So horrible. we're in Pacific Playland. The girls are are stuck. They're in trouble. Uh, they, they bring the SUV and they dump it in the water. And... Um, Tallahassee ends up, you know, they go around, um, you know, riding the rides, hooking onto stuff and shooting stuff, but... See, that was like a video game. That, oh, that's yeah, why it's absolutely. hilarious. Well, I meant to do that in VR. VR oh, video game, version. Zombie Land VR there game. Is a, there is a video game bar. If you guys ever come down uh, to Florida, where I'm from, when I go down there on vacation, um, or when I come down and meet up to shoot stuff, so there's a video game bar um, in Dunedin, the name escapes me, but they have a whole virtual reality room oh. for zombies. Um, and if I can think of the name, we'll put it down there for anyone who's from the Florida area. But we're at Pacific Playland, and we get some really good zombie kills, but Tallahassee ends up locking himself into a kiosk. And I remember when I first saw this movie that I was positive Tallahassee was going to die. Because if yeah. you guys haven't seen it, here's a, cl- a quick shot of the type of setup that uh, Woody Harrelson locked himself in. So I, I don't know about you, but I for sure thought that he was going to die there, even though it was a comedy. I mean, it, he didn't have that many clips, and there was like, what, 50 of them? Well, yeah, he had, he set down four clips, and then he had two uh, in the gun itself. Yeah. So, depending on how many rounds, I mean, he would have to be pinpoint with his accuracy, because he was surrounded by them, but it's, it's a, a comedy, it's a movie, yeah. you know, it's not a big deal, but I will say that as, as someone who, who likes to go to the range and shoot, I mean, I'm Far from an uh, excellent shot, but but he's been doing this for a while, though. right? I mean, but but it is so hard, it, it to to hit such a small area, and that's why like yeah. police officers they always say aim for center mass, because in a high stress situation, 
Yeah. Where you and now in this situation, he pretty much could sit there at point blank range. But the one thing that I in Walking Dead and zombie movies is p- these people are in high stress situations. They're running, they're turning, and they are popping off headshots. Just because you hit something in the head doesn't mean that it's going to destroy the brain where it needs to be. You know, you need to yeah. basically um, remove where it connects to the skull. But again, it's a movie, so he ends up um, he ends up killing them all and and. Mm-hmm. and Coming out alive, victorious, and Jesse Eisenberg leads the zombies through through a haunted house, you know, with yeah. maze and everything, and comes up on one of my favorite lines in the movie, where he's going to <laughs> save the girls. Uh, Abigail Breslin uh, shot the the emergency, emergency brake, break, so they're wh- stuck up top using her uh, her newfound aiming ability that Woody Harrelson talks. Her breathing technique. So so they're up there, and Jesse Eisenberg stops short and says. Look at this effing clown. <laughs> and when the camera pans around, it's actually a clown. So he ends up breaking one of his own rules. Don't be a hero. Uh, he yes, ends he up crushing the clown's head with one of the strength test Big hammers. mallet. Big mallet. Uh, they, they, they get the girls down, and they kind of you know, rejoice and, and hug and everything. And they had a moment. We see not only... A Twinkie stand, but a fried fried Twinkies. Now we know we haven't had those. Now we know where Tallahassee is. Yes. (laughs) So, remember earlier I talked about there are multiple scenes where if he had just kept looking, he would have found the Twinkies. Yeah. This is the other one that I have confirmed. Um, So he walks in and they're looking for the Twinkies. He's freaking out, and Jesse Eisenberg hears a noise, which ends up being a rat, and he shoots into the into the cabinet and ends up destroying all the Twinkies. But if you pause on the wall on the inside of that room, there's more Twinkies there. And <laughs> if he had just kept looking. Now, I don't know if you knew this or if you guys at home knew this, but Woody Harrelson's actually a vegan. So twi- oh. Twinkies have eggs and they also have beef fat in them. So it's not vegan. So for the movie, they actually made Twinkies out of cornmeal, just so Woody Harrelson could take a bite of them. Wonder how tasty that would be. Ah, I mean, you know, <laughs> considering you know, I'm sure he wouldn't do it, you know, all the time. But so <clears throat> he finally, uh, so he doesn't get his Twinkie, and they hear the girls start, start driving to off. steal the car again, and they're like, no, no, no. So they run out, and the girls stop, and they're just teasing. They're, they're, they're well, they had a moment. Emma Stone gave gave that gaze, that right, that beautiful eye oh, gaze. Man. And Abigail throws him a Twinkie, and he gets to enjoy it. So, so the emotional. girls get out, and they kind of realize, like, listen, we're family now. You know, we we found each other for a reason. We're gonna survive this together. And one thing that I did not mention earlier, because I wanted to save it for this moment, is my absolute favorite line of the entire movie. When I saw this, I was dying with laughter. When they first, when when we first see 406, he talks about how he's always wanted to brush hair over a girl's okay, yeah, ear. Yeah. And then when he first sees Wichita, he said, oh. In the supermarket. S- yes, in yeah. the supermarket. He says, someone's ear is in danger of having hair brushed over it. <laughs> so he's well, always he talking about brushing the hair over a girl's ear. So he walks up to Wichita, and he finally brushes the hair over a girl's ear. And then he kisses her. And they basically ride off. Into the sunset, and so that ends Zombieland. Zombieland that ends Zombieland, but the sequel will be out in October, which in we're October. looking forward. So, 
I mean, I remember seeing this in theaters, and like, I look back, and I'm like, that was, this was 10 years ago. It doesn't seem like that long. Like, I mean, some movies, it's like, man, it's only been 10 years. But for me, if I didn't know what year it came out, I would I would guess that it came out like around 2014 or 2015. Because yeah. yeah. it only seems like it's been like only five or six years. Well, because actually, because the actors have been in, like, acting in movies so mm-hmm. like, recently, like, a, a lot of them. Yeah, so I mean, you see them so often. It's an award winning cast, and I, I will admit that. Um, there are quite a few zombie movies that I like more than this. I, Shaun of the Dead, if you guys oh, yeah. remember on my on my top ten list, Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite movies. It's definitely my favorite zombie movie. Um, yeah, one of my favorite. The too. director was actually inspired by Shaun. I'm sorry, the writer was inspired by Shaun of the Dead to make this. Um, I can see why. I can uh, see why. Yeah, so it's hilarious. It's wonderful. I love the story. It's. I'm really looking forward to the. They both have a love story. It looks good. I don't want to get my hopes up, but it it looks like they have a pretty good story. They're bringing in some more characters, and hopefully, somehow they'll bring back this guy. (laughs) Bill Frickin' Murray. I know that's not his middle name, but. (laughs) <laughs> Guys, thank you for watching us. This is a killer collab. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell. If you like what you saw, this is Tone Deaf from Florida. And suit and tie movie guy Nick Bella saying, enjoy the little things. <laughs> What's my YouTube? Uh, it's over there. Where? Over there? Uh, yeah. yeah if going. I walk over here and you lock me out again, I swear. <laughs> I'll never do that This is the fourth again. time. I'm I didn't do that last time. I'm asking for you. I mean... Oh, this is so good.